Welcome to Verse by Verse, the teaching ministry of Pastor John Reed from Calvary Chapel, Northwest Reno. You'll want to grab your Bible and follow along, verse by verse, with Pastor John. Can I tell you, life is a roller coaster. It's up, it's down, it's upside down, it's all around, and people want off. I don't want to live anymore. I want to get out of this mess. Sometimes you got to hang on for dear life. Have you done that? And sometimes I'd have the white knuckles and I'd be screaming and crying and hanging on. I want off this ride. But sometimes I would learn, you know, I'm stuck on the ride, right? I can't get off. I might as well let go. I might as well lift my hands. I might as well just praise and worship God and trust him. He's going to get me through. And instead of fighting the roller coaster, I can surrender to it and say, God, I'm just going to enjoy the ride and I'm going to trust you no matter what comes, right? Maybe you're like me. You're in the hospital and the doctor's like, you're about to die. And I lift my hands and I say, God, if you're taking me home, I trust you. Or you get the bills, I can't pay the bills, I lost my job, I went through this breakup, and fiance was murdered, whatever. God, I trust you. I will let go and lift my hands on this roller coaster ride and surrender to you. And this is what Jonah is doing. Do you see that? I'm going to surrender my will to yours. But you have brought up my life from the pit. Oh, Lord, my God. Have you ever been in the pits? Have you been in the deep darkness of despair, depression, loneliness, anxiety, worry? You need to give it up and surrender it to the Lord. God, I give you my fear. I give you my depression. Be my light in this darkness. God can pull you out of the pit. Verse 7. While I was fainting away, I remembered the Lord, and my prayer came to you into your holy temple. Talk about long-distance prayer. Have you been in the very pit? Have you been in the darkness? Have you been in the stomach of a whale at the bottom of the sea, and yet your prayers break the surface, and they break the atmosphere, and they go to the very throne of God? And he hears your prayer, and he has the power, and he cares, right? Remember the pagan sailors? They were praying to their false gods, and their gods weren't helping them. Their gods didn't care about them. But Jonah has the God who cares. Jonah has the true, all-powerful God, omnipotent, who has the power to save. And his prayers, even though you're in the deepest sea, they reach God, and God is going to answer and save his own. It's a near-death experience. I'm about to die, but before I die, I cry out to the Lord. I was thinking of the thief on the cross. He only has a few hours to live, and in the last minutes of his life, he turns to Jesus beside him on the other cross, and he says, Jesus, when you enter your kingdom, remember me. 
He believes. He calls to Jesus, to the Son of God. Jesus, remember me, remember me. When you're the king, you're entering your kingdom. And Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. The thief on the cross gets saved in his dying breath at just moments before he dies. It's never too late. Jonah calls upon the Lord right before he thinks he's going to die. Verse 8, those who regard vain idols forsake their faithfulness. I like the way the NIV says it, those who regard uh, vain idols uh, forfeit the grace that could be theirs. You see, if you turn to a vain idol, an addiction, a vice, a sin, a person, a phony God, you know, well, this person will save me, this person will solve my problems, that's an idol. Only Jesus can save you. And if you forsake the Lord and you turn to a fake idol or person or thing, you're going to miss out on God's grace, his forgiveness, his blessing, his answer, his breakthrough. Well, if I go to my human counselor, if I go to this doctor, if I go to my best friend, you need to go to Jesus because you're forfeiting yourself of God's blessings. You've got to be like Jonah, you and God, right? No one else is there. Turn to the Lord, verse 9. But I will sacrifice to you, to God, with the voice of thanksgiving. Can I tell you, Jonah is having an attitude adjustment. God, I ain't going to do what you say. I hate those people. I'm not going to preach. I'm not going to be a witness. I'm not going to go where you want. I'm not going to live for you. Jonah's got a bad attitude. He's like a mean old codger prophet. I don't know if you've ever met mean old Christians. Instead of getting better as they get older, they become bitter. You know, that mean deacon, that bishop, oh, that pastor, he just like ripped me up and ripped me down. Where's the love of God? I mean, it's like they're like one of those, uh, the Pharisees, right? The clergy that would attack and rip Jesus up and fight him and try to destroy him. They, they killed him in the end, you know. And sometimes Christians can become hard and mean and callous and they hate people and they don't want to obey God. This is Jonah. But Jonah's been shaken up. Jonah's been baking. Jonah's had a three-day time out in a very uncomfortable situation, and he has changed his stinking attitude. And now he's like, Lord, I give you thanks. Thank you for a new day. I get to live again. Have you been there? I was thinking of Charles Dickens, A Christmas Carol, and remember Scrooge? He was mean, and he's cruel, and I'm going to give money to the poor, and I hate Christmas, and bah humbug, and I'm going to treat my employees mean, and I'm going to take their wages away, and I'm going to be mean and cruel and vicious. And then what? Through the spirits? He is changed. He wakes up. Oh my gosh, it's Christmas. I have joy. I have a smile. I want to give. I want to help people. It's an attitude adjustment. Do you see it? And Jonah has a gratitude attitude. I will sacrifice to you. I will give thanks. I'm going to wake up in the morning and say, thank you, Lord, that I got to live 
another day for you. What wonderful things do you have in my path today? Wow. God can do that for you. He can shake you up out of your bad attitude into a good attitude. That which I have vowed, I will pay. God, I will keep all my promises to you. Remember, I said, if you save me, I will love you. I'll serve you. I'll come to church. I'll give to the poor. I'll use my gifts, my talents for you. Jonah has a new lease on life. I'm going to make it right. I'm going to turn things around. It's never too late for God. Why am I going to do all this? Because salvation is from the Lord. God has saved me. God has saved me from my cancer, from my accident, from my divorce, from my heartbreak, from my depression. God turned things around, and now that Jesus died for me, I will live for him. He saved me. Salvation is from the Lord, or we have an expression, Jesus saves. You see it on the mission, you see it on the billboard, Jesus saves. Why do I serve the Lord? Because he saved me, right? Is that motivation enough? A new life, eternal life, life in heaven, forgiveness of my sins, my guilt. He took it all on the cross. I have purpose and meaning. Verse 10. Then the Lord commanded the fish, and it vomited Jonah up on the dry land. Humans can be so disobedient, and yet the animals seem to obey God. <laughs> you know, sometimes I wake up, oh God, I don't want to get out of bed. Is it another day? And yet the birds are there singing and worshiping the Lord. The trees are lifting their hands, you know. And Jonah's like, oh God, I ain't going to obey you. And that little fish, okay, fish, swallow them. Take them destination Israel right off the beach. A little higher, close to Nineveh, and spit them out. And that whale is so obedient, and Jonah, the prophet, is so disobedient. Isn't that crazy? I'm going to send him by way of a divine submarine. Take him to his destination and deliver him safely. And the fish vomits Jonah up onto the beach. I wish I could have been there. I mean, we're like sitting on the beach. What is that, honey? Look, that's a big old whale. Oh my gosh, he's coming. He's beaching up. And now comes Jonah, vomited out of the fish. Ethel, I'd never seen anything like it. And he was covered with seaweed, and the fish was in his mouth, and the chum, and the gore, and oh, he stunk like high heaven. And he was like bleached white from the acids, and oh, he ran from him. He was just a spectacle. It was the most hysterical thing I have ever seen, <laughs> to be thrown up by a fish. I mean, I think God's got a sense of humor. I think Jonah is the butt of God's joke. And the joke turns into an insult. Do you remember Jesus saying in the book of Revelation, chapter 3, um, how did he say it? Um, I wish that... So because you are lukewarm, 
and neither hot nor cold, I will spit you out of my mouth. Or many translations say, I will vomit you out of my mouth. You make me sick. That's an insult. That ain't a compliment that he says to the believers and the Christians in Revelation. It's like God is saying, Jonah, you make me sick with your attitude. And I'm going to have some fun with this, and I'm going to have you be vomited out of this fish and covered with vomit and the grotesqueness, the crud and the filth. Do you see it? Man, if that was me coming out of that fish, that would really change my attitude. <laughs> to be human vomit, chewed up, spit out, smelling like stench and covered with crud. And when you're thrown up by God, you need to get up, you need to clean yourself off, you need to get back on track with Jesus. Have you been there? Oh, I went back into the world, Pastor, and I got drunk and crazy and I was throwing up and I got bruises and got in fights and the car got smashed up and I ran off from my family and I ended up in jail and I just covered in filth and crud. Kind of like the slop of the pig pen of the prodigal son, right? And what you do is you get up and you clean yourself and you shake it off and you, you clean up through the mercy of God and you get back on course right? And you straighten up and you fly straight. Have you been there? God can do whatever it takes to get our intention. Out of his mercy and his love, he'll do hard things to us and he'll shake us to our very core. Get back on track. Get back on mission. Chapter 3, verse 1. Now the word of the Lord came to Jonah the second time, saying. Okay, so here's the picture. The fish just threw him up. He's out on the beach. He's covered with slop and slime, and he stinks, and he's bleached, and he's hot, and he's tired. And oh my gosh, God is giving me a second chance. I hear his voice. I hear his commission. He's calling me to go. And what do you think Jonah's response is going to be? I'm going to say yes this time. <laughs> it could get worse. My bottom could get further. Maybe I better wake up, come to my senses, and obey and listen to God's voice. Is that you? Or maybe you've got to learn the hard way and go through it all over again. Here's God's message, verse 2. Arise, go to Nineveh, the great city, and proclaim to it the proclamation which I am going to tell you. Start going. I'll give you the message when you get there. One step at a time. Verse 3, So Jonah arose and went to Nineveh according to the word of the Lord. Wow, he is becoming obedient. His ears are now open. <laughs> He's willing to do what God has created him to be, to be his prophet. Have you been there? Has God shaken you up? And you finally surrender to him and you say, Uncle Lord, I will obey and do your word. Now Nineveh was an exceedingly great city, a three days walk, so big, so spread out. It would take three days to walk across and preach 
to the entire city of Nineveh, about 120,000 people. I think of the greater Reno Sparks metropolitan area, about 500,000 people. If you got on the uh, freeway, the 395 from end to end, it could probably take you about an hour to drive from one end of the city from south to north. It's pretty big. It is the great city of Reno and Sparks. And Jonah goes to this capital city of the Syrian Empire, to the enemies of his people, a people that are barbaric and gruesome and warlike and mutilate their victims and they're nasty and they're into paganism and witchcraft and prostitution. And Jonah is willing to obey and to go to any place and to anyone and do what God says. Verse 4, then Jonah began to go through the city one day's walk. And he cried out and said, yet 40 days and Nineveh will be overthrown. Doom and gloom, coming judgment. You people of Nineveh, you're going to die. God's going to burn you. You're all going to hell. Oh my gosh, have you seen those kind of preachers? This is very much the Old Testament prophets bringing a doom and a gloom, a negative message. Can I give you good news? We're in the New Testament. We're after the cross. We have a different message than Jonah did because there is good news. Jesus has paid the price, and our message is the gospel, which means good news, not the bad news. I don't have to go and tell you're going to hell and God hates you and coming destruction. I could say God loves you, Reno. Jesus died on the cross for you, for every human. He took your place. God is merciful and gracious and kind. And there's good news. Do you see it? We go to the great cities and we give good news. Jonah had a difficult job to give bad news. But it is God's word. And it will accomplish its purpose. And we'll see next week, Jonah will have one of the greatest revivals in the history of the world, where over a hundred thousand people get saved. Go figure. With such a short, mean message, God can use anyone. You need to get back on mission. You need to give people a second chance. How, how can I make a difference? You invite someone to church. You offer them a ride. You say, I see you're hurting and crying. Can I give, can I pray for you right now? Can, I found a scripture verse here. I have a verse for you. God's not given up on you. God has a plan. He knows uh, a special purpose and a plan he has for you, right? And you share that verse, that prayer. You feed the poor. You help the homeless person. You take them to McDonald's, right? You help your neighbor. And you give them the good news. God loves you. He has a purpose. He has a plan. Jesus has come. He's paid the price. Do you see it? What does it all mean? you got to deliver God's message. Not your message, his message. Well, what should I do? you got to come to the cross. you got to come to the Lord Jesus Christ, 
to get your second chance. Do you want a second chance? Do you need a third chance, a fourth chance, a fifth chance, right? There's abundant grace and mercy and forgiveness through our Lord Jesus Christ. Will you humble yourself? Will you come to your knees? Will you surrender like Jonah and change your heart and your attitude? You have to repent. You have to confess. You have to pray to the Lord Jesus Christ. And he will give you a new start, a new life, a new plan, forgiveness. He'll make you a new creation all over again. Receive his forgiveness, his grace, his mercy, and his love. We need to build or rebuild our relationship with Christ by faith, through prayer, repentance. You need to stop running from God and come back to his house. Now, Jonah is like a gigantic sign. Remember Jesus said, I'm not going to give you signs and wonders. You only get the sign. You get the sign of Jonah the prophet. Jonah's a gigantic sign. Signs say things. Like a neon sign, like a gigantic red stop sign. God is putting before you the sign of Jonah. Now you can learn from Jonah. You can read his sign, or you could just do it the hard way and go through all the grief and pain that he went through, right? Are you seeing the sign of Jonah? Uh, the clergy fighting Jesus, give us another sign, do another miracle. And Jesus had had it with the clergy, you know, no sign will be given to you except the sign of Jonah. Just like Jonah was three days and three nights in the belly of the fish, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth, in the tomb. And then what happened after three days? He rises from the dead, the greatest sign, the greatest miracle ever. What happens to Jonah? He's vomited out on the beach, and he stands up again, and God has saved his life, and he's back on track. There's a sign from Jonah. Do you see the sign? Are you reading the sign? Are you getting the sign of Jonah? God can revive you. God can resurrect you. God can use you again. It is a whale of a story, and it is hard for some to swallow. <laughs> Give a second chance. When God gives you a second chance, now he wants you to give a second chance to others. If you're forgiven now, you must forgive others. If you've come to the cross, if you found Jesus, if you're in God's house, now he wants you to bring others to his house, others to the cross, others to pray and receive the Lord Jesus Christ. He gave you a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance. Now you must give chances to those around you your friends, your enemies, your families, your co-workers, even people in the great city of Nineveh, Reno and Sparks. We must give them a second chance. Some of them are ignorant. They don't know about the cross. They don't know they can have new life. They don't know that they can have God's help and forgiveness and love and grace and that they can try again with God on their side. Give them 
a second chance. Take your second chance. Let's pray. Lord Jesus Christ, may we come home to you and stop running. We need you desperately. Keep us, hold us, find us even in the deepest sea, in the pit of despair, maybe in the stomach of a great fish. Lord, we've messed up, we've been on the lamb, but we want to come home. Help us make things right, heal us, restore us, revive us. We want to take a second chance. We want your forgiveness. We want to come through the cross. We want to try again through your mercy and love. And may we bring others, may we grab their hands and bring them to you that they too can have a new start and a new life in Christ. For we pray always in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks for supporting Verse by Verse, the teaching ministry of Pastor John Reed from Calvary Chapel, Northwest Reno at 246 Courtney Lane, Reno, Nevada, 89523. Our phone number is 775-746-4567 and our webpage is calvaryreno.com. You're always welcome to join our services.